here. Uh, heard the Zoom press conference, but the audio quality wasn't great. We didn't hear a lot of what Kalani had to say, so really our first chance to uh, get a good summation of, uh, of Kalani, your postgame thoughts. Now that you've uh, had a few minutes to sit on this one, what uh, what first comes to mind after falling by three here to UAB? <clears throat> well, I mean, you, you know, my job is to keep evaluating the whole team and, and, and how we played, and, and so I'm always looking at what I could do better as a head coach to get our guys ready. I don't know if I did a good enough job getting our guys ready the entire season to play entire 60 minutes, and I'll work on that. You know, we have uh, a lot of reasons why um, it, it's not going as we're not playing as best as we could. One is that the opponents are doing pretty good, and uh, we have a lot of new guys. But I, whatever the reason is, I, I need to make sure that we're playing at our best and that we're clicking for all 60 minutes. And that's that's what my goal is to do. And um, I love our players, love our team. It just means it just means so much more here. Uh, when you play and you win and even overcoming the losses so i i'm, I'm really grateful to be here and i'm gonna i'm committed to finding a way to get our guys to play at our best i think we're gonna have a fantastic team returning in 22 um we'll just see what happens but I, my goal is to get through this and learn from it and um but i wanted the players to know how much i love and appreciate them and that this was a great season even though uh didn't didn't end the way we wanted it to coach does this season rank among the top as far as well, let me let me try and uh, frame it this way. I think that the team that started five and zero, if they were to play this team that was out here, you know, injuries and adversity and all and all those things, I, I think that five and zero team probably beats this one pretty good. Uh, and so it's, I mean, yeah, it's one twenty twenty one team, but it's really multiple teams because of the different lineups and circumstances and all those things. But as far as adversity that you've had to deal with from a personnel and trotting out different lineups at all different position groups from game to game, where does this one rank as far as? Uh, as far as turnover, as far as having to deal with that element of college football? Well, you know, we've had to deal with a lot of injuries in years past and didn't end up the way that we wanted with a 10-3 and three season. So this year, we're, we're obviously getting better, and our our team is deeper. It still sucks to lose, though, you know. And, and uh, But I, I promise you that we learn and we get better. I'm a better coach now than I ever was six years ago, and, and I, I like to think that I'm better now than I was even before this game. And so... Uh, I, I'm really trying to find ways to get better as a program overall. Uh, at first it was to get depth, and now we're going to get some extra um, resources to help us get better. It'd be foolish for us to just um, chalk this one up to as a, as a loss and not learn from it. I, I mean, it, it, it hurts to lose, but I promise you we're committed to finding ways to get better as a program and, and not finding excuses. I think it's easy to sit there and say, well, we're, we're, we're hurt and we're banged up and a bunch of new guys. I don't say that as an excuse. I'm just saying that I, I'm, I'm really proud of some of the guys that we played with. I mean, you look at the emergence of some of the guys like Ben Bywater on defense when you're losing Peyton Wilgar and you lose uh, Keenan Peely. And then you look at, like, Caleb Hayes and how he stepped up and Jacob Robinson, who was hurt today, but how those guys stepped up when we lost Keenan Ellis and others. There's, I can go down the line. I felt like we're almost running on fumes a little bit, but, man, our guys gave everything they had. And it, we just came short today. It was just, it was, it's hard to, to lose. I get it. But, man, we're going to learn and we're going to get better. We've One thing we've always proven is that we get better even from adversity. And I'm looking forward to get the 2022 season started. And it, it, it starts now. Tyler Algier was, I think, kind of running on fumes at the end of the USC game three weeks ago. But he had three weeks to kind of refill the tank. And, man, did he empty it out there today. Uh, 27 carries, 192 yards. 
and three touchdowns, and he broke that Luke Staley single-season rush yardage record. He did, and he would give that record back just for a win. He, n nobody uh, wants to win more than that kid, but, man, I'm so proud of him and just so thankful that he's on our team. Just like I'm thankful for Samson and, and all the other guys. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are hurting right now, and I want I want those kids to know, we talked about in the locker room, that this team's not complete without them, you know, and... and um, I mean, Samson is hurting right now, but but if you watch, uh, I'll just tell you guys an example. There's, there's kids that are out here waiting to shake hands, and he was the last one off the field trying to give all these kids a, a, a great memory. And and I know that didn't work out well for him on the field, especially that play, that last play that he was on the field with. But, man, I'm so proud of having that young man in our program and the things that he's done cultural-wise for our, for our team. And, and uh, we'll miss him next year, but he's, he's had a, a deep impact in our program. Kalani, the, 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 only, the only giveaway you had uh, came on the play, they said, was a Samson Nakua fumble recovered by the defense. When I saw it live, I thought it was being bobbled and never cleanly put away. Did you think of challenging it, and, are you, and, and why didn't you? Well, they, they said they were reviewing it. That's what that whole break was. They're looking at it and they're reviewing it. And so they, they said really challenging it doesn't do you any good because that's what they're doing already. Oh, so the, okay. uh, they assured us that they're looking at it over and over again, and they can they confirmed that it was a, uh, a catch and a fumble. So, so they I, gave you word then? They told me that, that from their point of view and from what they saw as a catch and a fumble. And so I I just got to go off of it. I mean, we're, you know, that's that's – uh, sometimes that stuff happens, and, yeah. and I and I I hate that it came down to that, but that's okay. We, uh, you know, we got to learn. We have we have to learn and get better. Yeah, coach. Sorry, not to belabor this one, but I think uh, for our listeners who've been with us for the whole broadcast, I may have led some astray as we were talking about that play. The uh, I catch and define in college football. Does it different from is does it differ from the NFL and and how is a catch defined? Uh, in that situation trust me I was trying to find every definition <laughs> possible and I was asking them and it's like you know in, in that in that um, in that part we were like hey okay why does it make it a catch and, and then I don't know I just get I, I feel like uh, we didn't get all the answers but that's okay that, that's why we have to secure the catch next time and good lesson for everyone to learn and, and um, they, they had a, a catch and a fumble as well that I thought might have been an incomplete uh, earlier in the game but i I mean, I, I'm not a ref, and I don't plan on being one ever. So I, I think I'll just have to leave it up to them to do that and teach our guys to be careful with the ball and possess it well. And, I mean, we put the ball on the ground uh, too many times today and, and uh, for my liking, and that's my fault. I, I have to take ownership of it and make sure our guys play better with more urgency of really taking care of the football. From the uh, rule book, uh, the catch is defined as when a player maintains control of the ball long enough to enable that player to perform an act common to the game, i.e., long enough to pitch or hand the ball, advance it, avoid or ward off an opponent, etc. Mm. So they judged that Samson did at least some of those things, uh, and, and they called it a catch, and Kalani just told us, and that's why, because we saw the video replay official on the field and back up toward the sideline, we thought, well, why doesn't BYU challenge this? And they had already told you they have looked at it, and, you'd, and you weren't going to challenge a reviewed play is basically what you're saying. They said it would just be a waste because uh, they already reviewed it and, and, and decided on it already. So yeah. really all we would be doing is take just delaying the game because they weren't going to change their mind. And that's, that's I mean, that yeah. that that's unfortunate. But, but it, it's, I mean, gosh dang it, you look at that and you just find out there's just little, little things that happen throughout the game that I wish we could have back. And, uh, we felt like we had the momentum back, you know, after a rough start, being down 14-zip, and 
um, thought we had had it, had gained control and, and got that. I mean, we had him on fourth down and, you know, just didn't make the play. What's something you would want back? Yeah, just all the – I felt like they were just too efficient on on, on, uh, on third down and we weren't enough on – and we put ourselves in some fourth down situations that I don't like, you know, uh, offensively. I like going for it on fourth down, but, man, I, I don't know if we needed to really be at fourth and – uh, I don't know how many fourth downs we had, but it seems like we had two. We had to go for it too you many. Yeah, five. Times. You were two for five. Yeah, and and I felt like they were just kind of like you know, there's all the little things like I, on that uh, speed option on the option route uh, play with Baylor. I think if he pitches it, I think Tyler runs for a while, you know. But it's just looking at these little mistakes, and it, it's everybody. It's not just uh, one side of the ball. It, it's it's all together, all three phases, and and. I mean, we put the ball down on a, on a kickoff return. It's just all that stuff. It's just, it's just sloppy, and that's my fault. By the way, you mentioned, sorry, before Riley here, you mentioned the three, uh, the third down number, and uh, the third down number against you today uh, was actually the uh, the highest percentage against you on the season, 64%. Uh, they were nine of 14, and that's the highest number against you. Yeah, that's not good, and and um, we got to figure that out. And, I think we've got to uh, bulk up and get bigger on defense, and that's the front. And it'd be it'd be nice when we get Peyton Wilgar and Keenan Peely back, and Keenan Ellis and Chaz Iu and all those guys back. So that that'll make uh, life a lot easier for us. But in the meantime, I saw some really good young guys step up and make plays. Ben Bywater, um, you know, Morgan Piper. Um, it's a lot of guys that I feel like can, they, they can really contribute and make us better better team. Yeah, Coach, I mean, I'm, I, I was going to say, because we were belaboring that catch, it's easy for us fans, and, I, I'm div- you know, I'm getting further and further away from my playing days, and I'm not in the game like you are. But I, from being a player, you you understand so much more uh, completely that you can never – a game never boils down to a single play. You can never hang – as much as it feels that way as a fan, it never hinges or hangs on a single play. Rather, it's a culmination of – of 60 minutes and you talked about how this team despite going 10 and 3 never quite put the 60 minutes together what adjustments are the leaders you uh, the leaders on the team you and your staff and all that you know what adjustments do you have to make in order to perhaps obtain that goal sometime next season or in seasons beyond I think sometimes the experience itself will, will be really good but it's important for us to make those learning moments visible right so like a, a guy that thinks he's just a third stringer and not going to participate uh, and then you see a guy like Jacob Boren playing on the field quite a bit. You see a guy like Matt Criddle on the field often and, and, and um, Ammon Hanneman. And you see Caleb Hayes playing on the field and Shimon Willis, all these guys that, that found themselves maybe third on the depth chart and were like, well, you know, it's, I think it's easy to say, well, I, I, maybe I'll never get in the game. Well, in this game and with this, with this schedule that we play and the tough teams that we play, that happens. You're going to need guys to step up and, and uh, hopefully – the sense of urgency takes over, but it's important for me as a coach and for the other coaches on our staff to make sure that this is evident. That It's kind of like teaching. I think sometimes experience is the best teacher, um, but it's, it's really important for us to make sure that those learning moments are often and available and that we hit it over and over and over again. And I think they're going to be really sick of me talking about it by the time we get to spring ball. But in order for us to learn... Uh, the experience it, it, it's it's when you win sometimes you get away with winning these games um, maybe you don't learn as much when I, I plan on us learning as much as possible with this loss because it stings and it hurts right now our plan Kalani is to hand you over to BYU TV for a moment and then I think get, get you back for a final farewell in a few minutes if that's okay 
Perfect. All right, we'll take a break. We'll have Kalani hop on to BYU TV, catch him there, and then we'll get Kalani back on headset for a final goodbye. And we'll also hear from UAB coach Bill Clark coming up as we continue. This is Larry H. Miller, Cougar Post Game Coach's show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. That is Tyler Algiers' rushing total for the season, breaking the previous mark held by Luke Staley at 1,582. As Kalani, you told us a moment ago, uh, Tyler would trade that number for the win. Certainly that's the case. But, man, what can you say about a guy that was your workhorse from game one through game 13? He set the new record for carries as well in a single season today. He was tremendous. He was, and and I think he's a great example to uh, the rest of the guys that are walk-ons that don't know if they'll ever get a shot, that, that uh, BYU is a great spot. We'll give guys a shot and give guys a chance. And, and uh, you know, I just said this on the BYU TV thing is that that um, if you're looking at it and you look at our team and our program, you, you should be motivated that a guy like Tyler Algier can show up, work hard, and get and, and basically uh, reap his rewards. And so that that's the, that's the thing that I, I, I think he, he knows. He put in a lot of effort, and, um, man, he got blessed with it, with, with uh, the reward of making big-time plays and, and uh, making great memories. So, Coach, with uh, with every ending becomes a new beginning, and uh, you obviously had a bunch of uh, announcements of the early signing period. So when uh, – and we talked to Pepe and a couple of the other players. You know, they get to go home and enjoy, but with this early bowl game, does that give you a little bit of an edge on the recruiting? In other words, where are you, where's the next Tyler going to come from? Yeah, I think we, we've got a, a few guys that we can still look at that can and add to our team. I think we've got a really good group already coming back, and maybe uh, maybe a, a few more will decide to come back, right? But uh, uh, for us, it's it's uh, we have a good foundation of young players that that want to make plays and want to get back on the field. I see a hungry group, man. I'm telling you that there's a even though it hurts to lose this game, I. I see a bunch of guys in that locker room that can't wait to 22 season, and uh, they're really excited to get to get out, out to that, that USF game out in Tampa. So we're looking forward to getting back out there and, and, and uh, showing, showing up. But, I, you know, for me it starts right now. I can't wait to get moving and watch this film, grade it, and get better and, and uh, you know, ask our players to get uncomfortable during 22 offseason because we need to get better. What do you think, is gonna <coughs> de- what do you think will determine uh, what Tyler Algier wants to do uh, next year? I want him to, to make the right decision for himself and and, uh, and feel comfortable with whatever he decides because if he decides to go to the NFL, he's got to be committed to it. And if he decides to stay, I want him to be committed to staying because uh, it's got to be his decision. He's got, He has to feel 100% good about it, and then uh, away we go. You know, So uh, uh, for me, I'd love to have guys come back, but um, it's got to be their decision. I, I would have loved to have all those 13 guys come back, including Zach, you know, but uh, the, the truth is, uh, the guys are committed to what they decide on. I want them to, f- to make these grown-up decisions, and and but I also want them to know that we want them back. And and uh, I think there's a good good chance that a bunch of those guys will come back and will be better. And I think uh, they still have to get some advice from others too. You know, there's a lot of guys that left that I don't know if they decided that they would do that if they had had another decision to make, another chance to make the, a better decision. Well, it wasn't the biggest crowd of the year for BYU football, but uh, you have to applaud the efforts of everyone who made their way to Shreveport to sit in the wind and the rain and, and cheer your guys on today. That's right. Uh, Cougar Nation showed up, and, and it, I mean, it's a hard place to get to. They did. They drove uh, a lot of miles to get here, and, and it was wet, cold, and they cheered, and they made a lot of noise, and I'm so thankful that they follow us, and we have the best fans in the world. It's, it's an honor to be the coach here and to have them 
uh, you know, just just love us so much. And I promise you, in 2022, we're gonna make some great memories for them and, and give them something to cheer about. We look forward to it. And and Kalani this year contains so much from game one through game 13, opening in Vegas, uh, defeating Utah, winning as many P5s as you did, getting into the Big 12, playing in another bowl game. So many positive things about which to be really happy and. And uh, this is an upward trajectory, certainly for you, the staff, this entire program. Maybe we could just uh, leave you the final word today to end our broadcast and our season with uh, sharing whatever you'd like to with our listening audience at the end of this. Yeah, of course. I, I think the, the and appreciate that the the um, the concept and the and the culture in our team is something that's not new. It's something that Lavelle has done. It's something that follows in line with our gospel and the teachings of Christ. And so we're going to try to do everything we can to be great disciples of Christ and better followers and and, um, and work to get better. But I think it's important that we stay positive. And, and uh, I think the only embarrassment, shame, guilt, all that stuff stops you from growing. Uh, let's stay positive. And let's work together and get better and believe in each other. And I think good things will happen for us. I really have a, a positive uh, um, attitude towards it. I see these guys work extremely hard. They care and they're thankful. And I'm, I'm honored to be be the you know, the head coach here to, to work with wonderful young men. But, man, I'm so excited that I'm that as a fan, I get to connect with with the best fans in the world. And I can't I can't share my appreciation enough for the, the fans. Hope they know how much our, our program and, and our coaches love them, including myself. Yeah. I love them so much. Well, they and we do. Kalani, thank you. Happy holidays, safe travels, and we'll talk again soon. Appreciate it. Go Cougs, as always. Thank you. All right, that is Kalani Sitake, and that'll do it for our entire crew back in Shreveport and at BYU Radio. Our final score today, 